0: Good evening, Terence. Correct me, please. Did I pronounce your surname correctly? I say Corrigan. Is that correct? Corrigan. Corrigan. I beg your pardon. (laughs) Thank you nonetheless for your indulgence. Let's talk about South Africa's 2018 mining charter. The IRR says it's an improvement, but transformation still trumps sustainability. Is that a succinct explanation of your sentiment? Um,
1: Um, Yeah, look, I think that we are dealing with a um, uh, with, with a situation here where um, we have a mining industry that has historically been the backbone of South Africa's economy, but um, has has fallen on very on very hard times. Um, the mining charter, um, one can certainly understand a lot of the a lot of the sentiments behind it, but uh, there's a, there's a sort of cold reality that um, some of the demands that it imposes may not be the most prudent.
0: Let's talk about the mining charter itself. What is it? We've been hearing mining charter. What is the essence and core of a mining charter? And why is it every now and then there's a new mining charter, new and revised edition of the mining charter? You change a minister, you're almost guaranteed to get a mining charter. And one (laughs) takes me back to the debacle that we had when we had previous minister, Musa Ben Zizwani. I mean, what was it all about?
1: Okay, um, we have to go back to um, uh, the Mineral Petroleum Resources Development Act of 2002, and what this what this did was that it mandated the development of a of a of a mining charter, which is kind of a specific set of um, uh, demands or requirements that uh, uh, that mining firms will need to fulfil in order to to obtain mining licences. Now, in principle, you know, as I say, one can um, uh, one can certainly be in favour of the um, uh, of the principle. Uh, minerals are seen as a um, as the sort of common heritage of the of the country. Um, there was uh, one was promulgated in 2004, and it was aspirational rather than prescriptive, uh, with the exception of requiring that uh, over over the period of a decade, uh, mining firms would commit to becoming uh, 26% owned by um, historically disadvantaged South Africans. Um, this was then amended, or a new mining charter was created, depending on who you um, on, 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 on who you want to believe on the on the specifics of that. Um, uh, several years later, I think it was about 2010, um, and then um, came the uh, came the, uh, the 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 Zwani Charter, which essentially revolutionised uh, the whole thing, uh, imposed some very very strict um, conditions, um, and. Uh, what were there, uh, there were also some very suspicious clauses in that. For instance, it changed the definition of who was entitled to uh, to participate in, in um, uh, BE deals uh, to include people who were naturalised in South Africa after 1994, and that of course has a certain resonance for the, for the family from India. Um, you know, the um, the issue is not so much the existence of the charter. Um, it is the um, uh, the changing nature of the um, uh, of the demands. Um, now, then this was so this, this, this is a particular case with um, uh, the one that, that, that Minister Zwani um, uh, promulgated. Uh, what's what's happened is that with the 2018 version, there was some genuine consultation and some genuine um, some genuine give and take, and it's a, it is a far better document. But there are uh, there are numerous um, uh, concerns um, about whether uh, whether this is affordable and what this does for South Africa's attractiveness as a um, as an investment as, as an investment destination.
0: Before we get um, there, sorry, sorry Terence, and
1: also can... um, the um, the big issue that, that that looms over it is to what extent can the minister decide at some point in the future to um, uh, to change the conditions?
0: Okay, Terence, can you hear me? Yeah, uh, yes, it's, uh, it's okay. a bit, bit wobbly, but I can hear you. I beg your pardon. Just before we get into sort of the 2018 mining charter, let, let, let's talk about the legal status of the mining charter. Is right. it still aspirational or is it now prescriptive? In other words, is it law or is it just a framework within which the mining companies right. are encouraged uh, to operate?
1: Okay, um, it's uh, it's always had a kind of a kind of legal force behind it. Uh, you know, when I say that it was aspirational, if you go back to the first one, um, it used a lot of um, uh, a lot of language of uh, you know the, the, the mining industry will endeavour to increase the, the, the proportion of, of black managers or women managers that sort of thing. Um, when I say when I say it's become more prescriptive, um, it's codified a lot of that into, into actual percentages. Um, now this is uh, uh, this is not uh, this then becomes an issue of okay you know what what um, uh, what percentage is is, is then satisfactory. Um, the um, issues that that um, so yes you know you can, uh, what 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 can happen is that if a if a company is found to be in breach of the mining charter, its mining license can be can be revoked. Um, I'm not uh, immediately aware of anywhere where this where this has happened, but uh, in in principle it it um, it could be. So in um, essence, there is no yeah.
0: legal weight behind a mining charter. It remains for all intents and purposes. Aspirational. Otherwise, there could have been legal outcomes for breaches, if you will, of the mining charters conditions.
1: Well, no. Look, um, as I say, it, 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 this 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 is this is to some extent a to some extent a, a grey area. But but no, in, in in principle, it can, um they they can be legal consequences if a, if a firm is found to be in breach of the of the charter um, in terms of, for instance, its um uh its its, its empowerment, shareholding, or its its, its procurement. Action can be uh, uh, can be taken, um, and ultimately the the um, uh, the big thing there is that uh, it's, its mining license can be revoked. In other words, it can be prevented from uh, uh, from from uh, uh, from from going on with, with mining. Um, up to, up to this point, I don't believe I don't believe that that has ever happened. Um, but there are um, there are concerns about um, uh, uh, about the conditions under which under which it might, and I think this is what is um, uh, this is what is concerned the chamber of minds.
0: All right, fair enough, Terence. I'm going to ask you to hold the thought because we are about to head off to news with Jolani Tulo. After that, we're going to talk about the strength of the Mining Charter itself, generally speaking, and the mining license rights and obligations that pertain to a license holder. And more importantly, we're going to talk about where we are at, at now in terms of this better version of the Mining Charter, September 2018. Stay tuned. The rest of South Africa, we're taking the news break now. Mr. Terence Corrigan, Project Manager at the Institute of Race Relations, is our studio guest. The Viewpoint. Weekdays, 8 to 10 p.m. on SAFM. The Viewpoint. Weekdays, 8 to 10 p.m. Songhezomapeetre on The Viewpoint. Yes, we are back, and we're taking your calls on 891 My guest this evening is Mr. Terence Corrigan, Project Manager at the Institute of Race Relations, and we're talking about the latest version of the Mining Charter, which the IRR says, although an improvement, there's still much work that it needs to be done. So let's talk about the 2018 version of the Mining Charter. You are... Considerably better off. I mean, we are considerably as a nation better off with this version of the mining charter than the most previous version. But there are still some reservations that the IRR Institute of Race Relations has noted. Tell us more about that, please, Terence.
1: Okay. Um, the um, the big kind of elephant in the room is the, is the extent to which this can be um, uh, uh, this can be changed by the minister, and this has been something that is that has hung over all the previous all the previous versions. Um. At a bare minimum, companies need um, uh, need predictability, particularly if you're going to invest in something like mining. Now, you must remember to sink uh, a mining capital. You're talking hundreds of millions, if not billions of rands, into, into a project with a you know with a long lead time. This is sort of 10, 10 15 years before uh, before you'll start to see uh, start seeing returns. Yes. You've got to have a reasonable assurance that that uh, the conditions that you're signing up for now are going to be the conditions that are going to be in um, uh, in place. You know at at, at that point. Um, and there is still uh, there is still some uh, some concern that uh, that things that, that that things could change. I mean, this was this was really I think um, uh, the co- a consequence of the um, of the Zwani era um, uh, uh, mining mining charter attempt. Um, so that would be uh, that, that I think I think uh, uh, hangs over anything, and, and, and you know, until and, and you know this is almost beyond a, 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 a beyond a legal issue it's 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 a sort of trust issue between uh, between business and government and i don't have any answers as to how you, as to how you sort that out but um the attempt to to, to uh to introduce um uh, new changes in, in of 2016-2017, been an enormous amount of damage okay so that's the one thing um the other is uh the question of uh the transfer
0: of mineral rights um, before we get there, before we get there, sorry. Yeah, sure. About what you've just talked about. Yes. To what extent do these uncertainties um, have in relation to the latest policy from the EFF and the ANC in terms of expropriation of land without compensation? Has that been factored into? And how much of a concern is mm-hmm. that in the mining structure in the in the mining fraternity rather?
1: Um, it, look, it. It is definitely there. Um, I think that, that that the way that that um, uh, that, that UWC debate debates has gone. And look, I've been I've been very a um, uh, 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 very vocal in this space myself. Um, a lot of um, the mining industry, I think, has kind of um, has kind of hedged its bets get, its in this, and they've um, they've they've sort of factored in their price. But you know what they're more interested in is. The access to to, um, uh, to mineral resources, but you know, I can um, I can say based on based on my inter- my interactions, both in South Africa and abroad, that um, if there is a sense that um, uh, uh, that that assets are being taken without um, uh, uh, without due compensation, then something like 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 a large mining investment uh-huh. uh, just 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 goes off the table. Um, you know. Um, it, uh, Pure policy uncertainty, for instance, has seen um, uh, has seen South Africa to a large extent miss out on some of the big um, uh, big um, uh, mineral opportunities that we had, um, you know, a, a decade ago. And you know, one doesn't even have to read our stuff for this. You can look at the National Development Plan. They talk about how the industry is actually smaller than it was when we had the big commodities uh, when the commodities boom started. Um, you know, there's. Um, the, there's re, there's reluctance to 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 um, uh, to risk money on a um, uh, on a market where the um, minerals aren't aren't quite as uh, easily accessible as they used to be. You know, South Africa still has something like like two. Uh, two point five trillion rand worth of minerals beneath the, um, beneath the surface, but uh, you know, unlike, um, unlike those old gold reefs where you you, know, you literally send people down and they were you know, uh, digging it up with uh, with pickaxes. You're now talking about a lot of capital expenditure because it's a lot more difficult to get at. Now, technology exists to do a lot of this, but it's expensive. Uh, um, mm. And if you um, if you compare us, say, to a jurisdiction like Botswana, um, you know, there's, there's, there's a lot of um, there's much more uh, policy stability there, and um, there's a uh, the, there's yeah. a longstanding relationship of trust between um, uh, uh, between the between the Botswana government and the um, and the mining companies that uh, that work there.
0: That's a good example. And, you use. Yeah, you know, and if you
1: put in, if, if, if you put into the mix uh, a policy like expropriation without uh, without compensation, and even if it's just purely symbolic, it's it's a symbolism that uh, uh, that investors are you know are not are not are not going to be thrilled about. Um, no, yet, you know, I, I think that I think that is definitely part of the that's definitely part of the mix, and it's and it's 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 it's, it's on a happy one.
0: Look, um, you mentioned the Botswana example, and I'm happy to mm. say that Botswana actually needed to put their foot down before De Beers started playing ball, but that's Mm. a separate debate altogether. Let's talk about sort of releasing the money that is within the mining industry, not necessarily the extraction, but the downstream and the industries that can be formed from that and the beneficiation in the true sense in terms of extraction of the raw material and ultimately exporting the finished product. In other words, beyond this, nothing can be done to that. Why is South Africa still lagging behind? I mean, you mentioned two and a half trillion dollars worth of money That we aren't converting to perhaps double that.
1: Well, actually, uh, you know, here's a. uh, I'm I'm glad you mentioned that because I actually wrote a paper a couple of months ago about this question, Um, and I think that uh, you know what you uh, what you say is correct. The 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 short answer uh, as to as to why we aren't doing more beneficiation, we we actually do a fair amount, but uh you know I, I i think the point is because um they are um there, there are jurisdictions that that can just do it a lot um uh a lot cheaper to, and at a much larger scale you know steel production in china or diamond yeah, so. cutting in india etc et, cetera, et cetera.
0: Gee, Where we much.
1: actually do have a, a vastly under um uh, under exploited um uh opportunity is in the um is in the input sector it's uh, uh you know we we have um some of the best you know, um, uh, uh, mining faculties in the world, you know, at, at WITS, for instance. Um, we have manufacturers who have um, uh, a manufacturing industry that has a century of producing um, uh, things like drill bits and uh, explosives and whatever for uh, uh, for the mining industry. We have the engineering skills, um, and I think the, I think you know that is something where, where we need to put a, uh, put a lot more emphasis. Um, not just servicing the South African mining industry, but you know uh, jurisdictions Global. from Alaska to um, uh, uh, to Australia. Um, as I say, you know, I think that, that, is, that is a far more um, a far more productive um, uh, um, focus for for, um, for our developmental needs. You see, must, must sooner or later, whether it's in in five years or in five hundred years, we will run out of our um, out of our minerals. But um, Mining as an industry somewhere around the world is going to pretty much go on, um, uh, go on ad infinitum. And I think that, um, that we have a, we have some wonderful opportunities to encourage, um, uh, local, um, uh, local suppliers who are, um, who are feeding into the, uh, into the, into the mining extraction and um, into the innovation. And I think that's where we should be, we should be putting a lot more, a lot
0: more emphasis. Fair enough. Terence, thank you so much for your thoughts. We really could have a much longer discussion. I mean, I had certain questions that, unfortunately, because of time, will remain unresolved. But thanks for your thoughts. We'll have this conversation, certainly, with a bit more time going forward. Absolutely.
1: Very happy to be on.
0: Thank you so much. Terence Corrigan, Project Manager at the Institute of Race Relations. We'll be back right after this, where then we will have the African narrative in conversation with Mr. Gideon Chitanga.